Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. parents wanted me to be a doctor or whatever but i feel like a doctor every week when i put my headphones on like a stethoscope well you know who else is a doctor <laughs> mike hey. michael morbius mm. oh I, god i gotta go um i'm yeah i'm <laughs> summoned i i you know we at least should have a few minutes of relief no. <laughs> i Listen, I know you guys uh, are pained. I have seen this movie three times. It's a comfort. Jesus it's a comfort yeah. flick for me, unfortunately. Yeah, that's sad to say. Here's yeah. what I'll say, and we we will unfortunately need to talk to this. Hi, welcome to Into Twilight. Hey. <laughs> I was mad when Cody suggested this, um, and I will just say right off the bat, hi, this is my apology video. This is 2016. YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> I was wrong about saying why would we need to cover this on our podcast where we talk about gay vampires. Um, this is, in fact, a movie about gay vampires. Right. right. And Correct. I was not <laughs> expecting that. Is it a good movie? Yeah. No. Do we talk about things no. that are good on the show? No. Rarely. So, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, I and I can't believe this, I do think that Morbius is related to the content that we cover on the show. Yeah, it does unfortunately track. And that's really um. fucked up to say. <laughs> so hi, welcome into the Twilight. Hey, if you haven't seen this movie, honestly, it's fine. Don't. Don't. Yeah, honestly, don't. Don't. You're good. It was so <laughs> long for no reason. Yeah. Um, but also, there's a um, there's a strange voice. We asked a ghost to join us for right. this. The ghost of Michael Morbius. <laughs> um, a really well-connected-to-the-culture ghost. Who's actually alive. It's interesting. We'll have them explain. We have a fantastic (laughs) (laughs) expert. Um, And it's odd because we are not experts in anything. So we needed to bring someone on to help us understand what we had just consumed. Kelsey, I'm honestly, and I don't say this frequently or ever, I'm so comforted by the fact that you're here uh, (laughs) to help me... Uh, dissect all of the notes that I wrote while watching this, which was mostly just a lot of question right. marks and just yeah. raw. <laughs> I wrote that a lot. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, I'm so happy to be here. I'm Kelsey Weekman. I'm a ghost. Um, I am our nation's most reluctant Morbius expert, which it's like, it's like the TikTok sound that's like, I started watching this as a joke, but I don't think it's a joke anymore. Like I genuinely know yeah. so yeah. much about this dumb movie and not just the movie but all of the chaos surrounding it yeah. so I'm, I'm happy yeah. to be here to use this knowledge for something other than letting my brain rot inside my own head sure kelsey Ugh. for anyone who has the audacity to not know who you are and your spectral form <laughs> could you tell everyone who you are what you do and the memes on your phone oh my gosh yeah of course <laughs> um i Well, let me start by saying I am a reporter for BuzzFeed News and I cover internet culture. So anytime there's... The first ghost 
paid for by right Best yeah which actually is kind of surprising <laughs> because there was a whole like ghost hunting show that they used to do but they refused to employ <laughs> right. put anyone on their payroll. right right yeah. and you know thank god for the union because yeah. <laughs> um this is a yeah our contract protects from from office ghosts but also protects the the rights right. of ghost workers right, right. which is so great I do get paid, um which is maybe a first for ghost culture in general <laughs> Ghost rights, yeah. So it's my job to know just the absolute dregs of the internet and not only like the big things that are happening, but also the worst things that are happening, um, including Morbius. And I I have been asking people what their meme folders look like on their phones. Yeah. And of course, I that means I have to reveal mine. And I have two folders side by side. And one is pictures of my dog and the other is just memes. Yeah. And there are... 6,554 pictures of my dog, and then there are 8,577 memes. So, that's what I'm working with. I think there are some that are just loose and floating around, and that's going to be a good Virgo season task for me to straighten out, but... Right, right. Many of them are Morbius. I... (laughs) We ironically did talk about this a a couple weeks ago, I think, when Cody and I discussed back in the days of Tumblr, how yes. we would have our, our gifts uh-huh. organized. And now mm-hmm. that has continued. It hasn't left right. us in our personalities, and now it's on our phones. Uh, so I'm glad to see that your folder structure is very similar to mine. Cody, could you explain your meme folder structure for me, please, and thank you? Oh, what structure? <laughs> you think I have a folder? I It's chaos, baby. I It's all... My camera roll is a nightmare um i need to do something about it but i refuse right. i don't want to I, I i don't have the time and i don't care enough um and usually if i'm looking for a meme i know how to google it so i will just like google it and like maybe copy paste from google images or mm. just save and immediately delete it again um and then use it that sure. way um so because the image search feature within yes. my phone is bad yeah, yes so i can't it's hard unless there's like specific text I'm looking for that I know is in it. Like if I'm looking for like a vibe or like a picture, like I can't search for it. Um, which is why I should have it in a folder, but I don't. So I'm that's on me. That's, Sharks, that's my that's bad. That's why we brought you here today to talk to you about being able to search by vibe in our folder structure. Yes, <laughs> sharks, please invest. Give me a billion dollars. Currently, the shark that's in my. <laughs> on my desk right now in the form of my cat is snoring during this presentation, mm, which I find personally rude. offensive, but that's fine. Right, yeah, it's not looking good. It's not, us, it's, but, not going, it's not going good. <laughs> it's not promising. Kelsey, could you tell me, in in your searches, in your work across all planes of existence, um, has there been a, a happy thing that's happened to you or that you've been enjoying recently? Um, I, I'm sorry this is work-related, but it is all-consuming. Damn. The work never Well, stops. yeah, especially when you've just monetized yeah. Capitalism, <laughs> when you've monetized grip. your leisure, aka when you become an internet reporter, um, there's no line between <laughs> right. like work and fun. Um, but I became very obsessed with a feud that was going on between a bunch of different Christian meme pages recently. And um, it started because the admins of one like step down and people didn't understand why and so they you know everyone else was up in arms thinking that they had been like quote-unquote pushed out by someone corporate who had bought the account but they literally through my you know sneaking around on the internet i found that they literally were just bored and they didn't want to do it anymore and so then all of these like really kind and and thoughtful but very worked up christian memes had to like 
step back and apologize for being so aggressive towards the at memes for Jesus Instagram page. Um, and so watching the cycle of, you know, sin and forgiveness unfold within the context of like really bad meme accounts has been bringing me a lot of joy. Um, I wouldn't recommend you follow any wow. of these accounts, but you, they, you should know they exist. <laughs> yeah. That is almost as wild as I feel like, maybe it was a month ago, time is fake, it's fine, as when I found out via, I think it was you, um, about <laughs> about all of the Mormon TikTokers that were swingers. Right, right. And it was just like, that feels like an auto-generated It is, it is a mad lib, for sure. It's not... Right. None of those words are... Well, they are actually... In, well, some of them in their Bible. Right. That's... <laughs> That phrase needs updating because of how much, like, religious culture that I cover, but, (laughs) you know. Amazing. Well, I, there's so much happening there, Um, but I'm glad that you were able to laugh about it. Cody, what is your happy thing this week? Um, I listen well, every once in a while. I'm allowed to have just like a basic this is a good bitch start. happy thing. You know what I mean? Like that's my right. right. Sometimes I'll have <laughs> something fun and exciting. Sometimes it'll be a little bit more chill, and that's that's my truth. Yeah. I had a fall beverage for the first time this year, this season, because fall beverages are already happening. Listen, this is coming is out in September. You can own it. Right, it's coming out in September. It's currently end of August, which seems early. Don't tell them that. Don't they don't need to know. <laughs> yeah. This is never this is fine. Everything is going according to plan. Um <laughs> like every podcaster, we record these the day they're released. That's obviously how these things Right. Work. <laughs> these are all live. This is <laughs> right. it's a radio show. <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> but we were out doing, you know, our little our little hot walks <laughs> yesterday, being like, let's let's do a little mental health walk. Hell yeah, we're doing it. We got things to do. And we're like, fuck yeah, let's get a little coffee. Oh shit, already pumpkin stuff. You know what? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the vibe. That's my truth. <sighs> and it was delicious. Um, I'm very excited for fall beverages. Fuck the Starbucks ones, but Duncan knows what's Dude. up. And I had a great, I'm having a great time. I welcome the silly, frivolous fall beverages in all of their forms. I welcome fall. Um, and the end of summer. Yeah, I welcome, yeah, famously, yes. fuck summer. Agreed. For um, <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, I know that, like, your whole brand, Cody, is island time, but as we have said. Right, but, like, a, as a state of as mind, a state of mind, not yeah, in a yeah, physical yeah. capacity. <laughs> But I, there's nothing, there's nothing good about being sweaty. Correct. So I'm. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, go get yourself a little, little pumpkin beverage if that's your calling. Um, I'm a big fan. <sighs> um, how are you doing, my friend? Honestly, I'm feeling very fall as well. My bones need fall. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not looking forward to like bringing out my, my sad lamps, plural. Um, but I am, I'm very excited about that. My happy thing this week is one executive function but primarily in the form of buy nothing groups primarily mm. this is i'm welcoming virgo season with open arms and in the form of that i was i've had a massive pile of things that i've been trying to declutter and mm. oftentimes i do not have the executive functioning usually to do all of the organization that's needed to put those on my buy nothing group just because like you know you have to make you have to do all the photos you have to do the editing you have to do the the caption like 
sorry sure, that I don't run an yeah. Etsy shop. <laughs> like, right, usually yeah. by the end of the day, um, it is easier just to take those to a, a local donation center. But I was like, you know what? I have a little bit of energy. Let me just try it. Yeah. And I was able to successfully give a lot of the items that I had to people in my neighborhood and one that is so much more fulfilling than just providing those to a donation center where theoretically they go to my community but oftentimes no yeah and even better they get out of my home and I don't have to leave so great love that So I'm just very grateful that these things exist and hopefully they will get off of um, Facebook soon so I don't have to use that. Um, But I'm just very grateful that they exist and that's very nice. I like that. Hell yeah. It's hard to find free things in this world now. (laughs) Yeah. In this economy? Yeah. (laughs) Come on now. But like the fact that there hasn't been a like a an actual replacement for both buy nothing stuff on facebook that's not like next door or and also like the events tab right in facebook because those are the only good and usable things on facebook and they don't don't exist in any other place and i feel like they should just have their own thing at this point like i agree what's the tea what's going on I, and I know, I know that a lot of the buy nothing projects are trying to move off of, like, onto their own interface that they don't have to be part of Facebook. Um, right. Which I, I love that very much. I think mm-hmm. the issue that I find is so many people are already, like, enmeshed in that. That, the, <laughs> that it's like, you are asking people who are already, a lot of these people are very bad at technology and now you want them to right. do a different thing, that's not going to work. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's hard for sure. But I just think there's something very pure to, like, a lot of the things I was giving away. Sure, I could have been like, give me $5 for this. And it's like, no, I'm not. I don't want to <laughs> fucking haggle with these people. Just, like, get it out of my house. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. And especially right now, like, in this economy – no (laughs) like yeah um, just get out there's i would rather just do the deed of like giving it to someone that needs it than have five dollars no thank you right (laughs) yeah Um, so i this is a this is an ad for the project buy nothing but it's not an ad right (laughs) what the fuck does that do (laughs) um just use them they're great i like them a lot you love to see it yeah more importantly Kelsey, I'm on pins and needles right now. (laughs) I would, I'm asking you to unleash your spectral ghostly jaw and to tell me about your Twilight backstory. Yeah, okay. Well, this is a doozy and a half because I, I, (laughs) as an extremely Christian, Baptist, religious child, I was not allowed to consume a lot of content from Harry Potter to That's mm-hmm. So Raven to like anything magical or anything that would suggest that there's something more powerful than God, et cetera, et cetera. So when every, all of my peers were reading Twilight, I was vaguely not allowed to. I think more than anything, I just assumed I wasn't allowed to. But of course, I was mm-hmm. surrounded by it, so I knew everything about it all the time. 
Mm-hmm. And then, um, as I'm sure many other people happened upon it on Tumblr, I did as well. And then that just kind of made me interact with it in a worse way, which is to say I was like, a, a, I was being, a, I was being a bit of a pick me about it. I was like making fun of it and like, you know, um, making fun of everything possible at that time as a very bitter child. Um, but something happened when I was in like, when the Eclipse movie came out, I don't even remember what year that was. I think I was in high school, um, but I, my friends wanted to go see it and there was a guy I liked wanting to go see it, which, you know, anyway, um, (laughs) so I decided to go and I watched it and I was like, this is bad, but it is so fun that I would like to read all of Twilight so that by the time the like last two movies come out, I can appreciate it with everyone else. So mm. I did, and I blogged about it, and I ended up re- like really genuinely really liking it and starting to read a lot more like romance content. But when I was <laughs> talking to my mom trying to figure out if she actually had banned me from Twilight, she was like, <laughs> I actually think it had a good message. And that's when I no. remembered. <laughs> yeah. That's when I remembered the whole virginity thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Because, like, fundamentally, Twilight, a religious text. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, since it is, you know, Mormon fan fiction. Um, right. Something or other. Right. It, yeah. But I, I did end up becoming, like, a really big Twilight fan, um, which started ironically. But then, like, it's very earnest. Like, I really do love Twilight. I know everything about it. Oh, and you can't see, but I'm wearing... I'm wearing my one of two Robert Pattinson shirts that I own. Um, <laughs> this one says, I think the Twilight movies are awesome. If you don't agree that that makes me cool and sexy, don't freaking talk to me. I'm not kidding. And then a picture of Robert Pattinson. I also own this shirt. Yes! Very good. Yes, the bug girl. There are dozens of us. Um, the bug girl shirt. But I love wearing it around my neighborhood and having people either really understand or like violently dislike it. Um, that's <laughs> it's a real litmus test. Yeah, that's Brooklyn for you. But yeah, big Twilight fan. Very glad it came back. This is very powerful. A story that we often hear a lot of. I was not allowed, um, or I thought that I was not allowed to read these, and then oops, I found out these are actually all the values that I was right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I I think that another value is that they they didn't like how like all consuming Bella's love for Edward was like it wasn't just vampires or of the devil it was like you shouldn't love anything more than God and then it became like um you know sacrifices and and stuff for a parent so maybe that is a good picture of love I don't know um I'm hoping my my family never um wades into the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. The waters of Twilight, so it can continue to be entirely mine. Yeah. <laughs> I always found it very interesting when folks read Twilight with their parents, because that is a one, that's a level of relationship with a parental figure that I will never understand. Um, but two, Twilight always felt very, not like adults can't read YA, but like it always felt like a very... Uh, like, this is a my experience. Like, I'm going to read this and stay up all night in my room reading this. And the idea that, like, you have your parent, usually it was, like, a mom in another room also reading it. It's just, like, a, what do you, you're just going to, like, discuss this together. <laughs> like, um, it was just, like, 
oh yeah, let's talk about the fact that like he breaks the headboard. Like what? Okay, that's a very interesting <laughs> experience that y'all are gonna share. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas the the vast majority of the conversations that I usually find people discussing is like this was a a shared bonding between friends Mm. that they would have um whether that was online or like in person and so to do that with a um with a parent I find very interesting sorry I'm distracted one of my neighbor's children (laughs) is using a Swiffer mop as a sword and I think that is the coolest shit oh, I've ever really seen. Um, yeah. Come on the pod. Um, <laughs> Tell us your story. I know. What do you know about Twilight? <laughs> when, yes, what is your relationship with Twilight? Um, when, Kelsey, when Twilight theoretically like, came back with Midnight Sun in 2020, were there, did your feelings change at all? How did you feel when you read that, if you did? I did. I read it immediately. I, I read it with the, like, the hunger that I read the other Twilight books, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Um, yeah. All one night on my phone. Um, I didn't change. I First of all, I love it. I love it when there's a per, like point of view switch and you get to hear from the other side of anything ever. Um, so <laughs> it was delicious to me, but... I mean, I, I still really love it. Like, I, I think I've pretty solidly loved Twilight for, um, since like 2014 or so. Honestly, you know, as old as my, my Skype picture is, um, <laughs> is, is how long I've, I've loved Twilight in earnest. Um, I watched the movies after I read the book again. And did you guys watch, um, Breaking Dawn Part 2 in the theater? Because I remember literally screaming, at one point I was so into it um and so shocked by what had happened but um yeah no the the sincerity changed me yeah Yeah. as a person I will say too uh let's let's we forget it's a crucial uh Kelsey detail that uh she reads like literally a book a day um yes which is bananas um I just think for the record (laughs) in terms of I can imagine the fervor of the which I thought it was really sense. funny how I'm on this podcast not for a book reason because that's usually why people ask me to do things. Sure, but I, it's an honor. It's an I feel like I've been truly recognized for all of my complexities, so I appreciate. Right. That. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's critical. I mean, that it makes sense though, right? Because ghosts don't sleep. So you yeah. Have to do something to fulfill right. Got to fill the time. Yeah, of course. Right. <laughs> Correct. No, I get it. Um, I mean, there's so much that you and Edward have in common, right? You could talk so much about books. So true. Oh, love him. <laughs> Team Edward forever. Oh, I love that. I, speaking of books, quick note for Friends of the Pod, our family that's here. Um, I have a few quick updates about Rochelle Mead. One, I realized that I don't think that we've ever talked about her Twitter account before. Yeah. She recently posted about the trailer which i based on the information that cody and i had shared before i thought that her feelings about the show specifically with like peacock and vampire academy like she was not going to be promoting it at all Mm -hmm. so i was very surprised about that she had shared on august 18th she was like i'll give my thoughts (laughs) in the coming days um because she has seen episodes one and two so interesting 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 (laughs) very interesting the other thing that i think is worth worth noting um is that rochelle mead 
on her <laughs> Twitter bio <laughs> notes. <laughs> I love this woman. Um, and it explains so much more about why I, every time that I read these books, um, ask who has hurt her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the third thing that she has listed in her Twitter bio is that she is a Scorpio. Well, so there we go. <laughs> I just wish that when these books had been recommended to us, I had been told that because I would not have said so many times, what the fuck is wrong with you, Rochelle? <laughs> I would have just said like, oh, she's a Scorpio. She knows how to hurt my feelings. Um, yeah. So that explains so much. Um, crucial, crucial information. watching this show. Yeah. Yeah. I... We do need to get into Morbius, and I'm very scared. Uh, we've delayed it long enough. <laughs> we can't do it anymore. So, Kelsey, you did say earlier that you've watched this three times. I Could have. you explain Yeah. <laughs> what was the first viewing like for you? Well, okay, so I have a, like unlimited movie pass subscription. I used to live across from a movie theater, and I would just go there like three times a week and watch everything. Like, I, I would just watch everything. So this happened to fall under the category of everything. Um, I The first viewing in the theater, in the front row, no one else around... <laughs> My, well, my, my husband was there. Um, hilarious. I have never, I honestly think it, it was the most fun I've had in a theater this year because we were just like laughing maniacally the entire time. And I guess there were some other people there. Everyone else was laughing too. We were all in on the joke. So I, <laughs> what's funny is that I would never encourage someone to support this movie financially due to Jared Leto being a, you know, terrible person. Um, right, right. But... It was very fun. It was just a, a good time. Um, at no point did I ever expect what was going to happen next. And I also couldn't <laughs> look away physically because I was yeah. in the front row. Because that's yeah. where the reclining seats are, to be clear. Um, mm. So had to do that. And yeah, it was, a, it was a really completely wild time. And I walked away opening weekend, of course, thinking that people right. want to see it. Because it was so much fun, but then I found that other people did not enjoy, enjoy it as much as I did. Um, so that was painful, but but it happens. And then the second and third time, was that when it was re-released? No, I, I did not go back into the theater to see it. Um, <laughs> okay. Fortunately, I did watch it um, a while after, just for funsies, and then I watched it last night. Um, and I was going to watch it by myself, but my husband was like, I want to watch it again. Um, and so we watched it and we uh, built a, a table because I just moved and there's infinite furniture to build. Um, but mm. I was not paying attention as much as I was the first two times. Um, but I, I would I would say, you know, I, I had a good time. That is that is so many hours <laughs> of Morbius to, this, to, to Mr. Michael uh, sorry doctor doctor, yeah, sorry. doctor Dr. Michael Morbius Kelsey you only have so I... many precious hours on this planet you know what I mean and you spent right. so many of them watching Morbius <laughs> once you've seen it three times you can feel the reshoots like you can physically <laughs> feel when they had to go back and be like wait 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 Let's actually make it so it opens like this. You know, like, it, there's... Just, yeah. You can see where things have been rearranged. 
we have to start with the bats and then right. go back. Right. Just right. to make sure that you really get that this is about vampires. Yeah. Right. Right. I... <laughs> <laughs> There, I, I absolutely agree with you. Under no, there was absolutely no time in this that I knew what I was signing up for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that started from the jump because I did forget that this was a, this was a Marvel thing. This was a, this was a comics thing. Sure. That, and then I was like, oh, fuck. So that's why this is long. Like, from the jump, I was like, damn it. Because then that means that I have to sign up for, like, three end credit sequences. And I was right. like, god damn it. Yeah. Yeah, when the titles, or the credits started going and there was, like, still 12 minutes left of this motion picture, oh. I was not feeling very confident. <laughs> and that's so much more tolerable when you're at home and you can fast forward through it. Right. It is so much worse when you are in a theater, which I can't, I don't even remember what those feel like anymore. Yeah. Um, but like in a theater, it's like my bladder's full. Everyone is starting, it's like in a plane, everyone's starting to stand up and it's like, what, you all, you all chose to come here. You know that there's going to be like three <laughs> things here. Why are you standing up? Right. Stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hate this. One thing, there's so many things. I, one thing that annoyed me a lot about this is that I think that the buy title cards were too pretty. Yeah. For Jared Leto. <laughs> and that made me angry. <laughs> right. It made it look like a very different movie. You know what I mean? Like it looked like it I had agree. like a very fun girl boss mentality going on. And I was like, okay, I could fuck with this. <laughs> this I Morbius. It was gonna be like Tron. Yeah. And like, it's not. Like this is like she they Morbius. Like, okay, I'm in for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. When I saw, I remember seeing the trailer for the first time in, like, okay, so the movie came out in April. I remember seeing the the trailer for the first time before another movie um, in, in, like, January, and I was like, I have never heard of this person. I don't know what a Morbius is, and it's, like, scary. Like, it was really scary. It was all the, like you know monster scenes and there were yeah just like scary movements and stuff and i was like <laughs> did they make like, a horror movie and of course this movie comes out immediately after like the really charming spider-man movie that everyone loved and saw a million times and thought was so great and then it's like what the heck is a morbius so, right. of course, <laughs> like, God, like it doesn't help no it's the ugliest name what possible it's, yeah. it's got terrible mouthfeel, terrible energy. It's so, it's so scary, too. Yeah. The other thing that is very bad about this is this movie is very dependent on me feeling sympathetic or caring at all about a character who is Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. Like, right. It's it is Doctor Doctor right. Morbius, <laughs> yes. but who is being acted by Jared Leto, and therefore to me is Jared Leto, right? And therefore I can't care. I don't I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I hope this dude dies. Right. Like um, I was hoping, and not not ten year old Michael, ten year old Michael, I would die for. That <laughs> that child actor was great. I love that kid, but Doctor. Michael Morbius. <laughs> I hoped got hit by a truck. I don't give a fuck about this dude. Right. Because <laughs> he... And, well, you can also tell that they didn't know how to characterize him because at the beginning, no. with the bats, mm-hmm. he's like super serious, smart, tough, 
And then he like will make a little joke. And then he is, you know, so moral that he won't accept a Nobel Prize. And then he's like, we have to go on international waters so that I can put that DNA in myself. Like, there's no, mm. the characterization does not make any sense at all. If you had to describe him, you couldn't. No. Like, no. There's no adjectives. And the fact that it's Jared Leto and he's acting like Keith Ranieri the whole time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Literally. Also, I, I don't think dude. I don't think I mean, Michael Morbius knows how bats work. Um, is a question. Absolutely is that, not. It's a thing I I I thought often in this movie, um, because there's one moment where he's in like the tube or whatever, and the bats are all like the tube. The, yeah. yeah, the tube. <laughs> um, and they're all like swarming around him, and he's like in this. He's like about to come basically because he's feeling so jacked on on, on bat stuff. Um, and he has like an internal monologue or like a narration that's like these would tear these creatures would tear anyone else apart but me they welcomed me and i'm like hey sorry dude bats what excuse no. me you're talking about you're talking about bats is what you're <laughs> is what you're saying um that hey man what <laughs> yeah, he was like they're my brothers like we're family right and all i could think about every time that they showed the tube tm right. is that you know he had to go to one of those like flightless zero gravity vendors and they were like, cool, what's your lab do? Right. Are you, <laughs> what are you trying to open in this hospital? And he was like, no, no, no. Do you have no, a permit? Like... <laughs> and they were like, aren't you Dr. Michael Morbius? You make artificial blood? And he was like, no, you don't understand what this is for. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. <laughs> I un- the, Unfortunately, I have mm. to drop some more lore, which is that when I was a kid, I was obsessed with bats. Like to why does that not surprise right, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's I feel like it's every fucking Christian kid. It's always it is, something. It is. But I was so obsessed with bats that I used to like interject them into every single school project. I had like all these stuffed bats, <laughs> these books on bats. I was a bat expert, and you as couldn't just be a fucking horse girl. No, it would have been too simple. <laughs> no, I was a bat girl, which ripped that movie. Yeah, um, rip. <laughs> but I know even from my my scholarly studies um on bats i know that even vampire bats like are not really interested in human blood at all so (laughs) like the entire conceit of the movie has been thwarted by this knowledge i got when i was nine years old um but i'm convinced that dr michael morbius got his doctorate at like university of phoenix right (laughs) he's not it's not real right because everything that he does is funded by milo his lover right yes and here's another great thing is that when he's 10 years old he um his friend starts dying because he's got something going on with the machine he's hooked up to to cure his blood disorder to keep it stable or whatever and he picks up a pen and he's like, oh, I know exactly what's right or what's wrong with this. Let me fix it. And then pulls out the spring from the pen and uses it to fix the machine and fixes this guy, you know, saves him from dying. And then immediately his, like, you know, orphanage daddy doctor guy is like, you are so smart. Oh, my gosh. We have to send you to medical school right now. When what he just did was, like, me- like electrical engineering. Um, right. And not, not medicine. <laughs> Not medicine at all. So, of course, 10 years old, I sent him to the University of Phoenix. Um, and <laughs> he was in there for so long. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it takes a long time to get your degree. Okay. Some people yeah. think, right. you know, it's a process. There is so much. And I don't read. I have not read the comics. Don't come from. I don't give a single fuck. 
But what I wish that the movie had done, if you want me to care about these characters, because Doc Doctor Michael Morbius <laughs> and his God-given Lucian, name. who I want you all to I don't want you to forget his name was Lucian. And Michael was like, no, your name is Milo. <laughs> because there have been Wait, several what? other people named Milo, and he just named him that, and then it stuck forever. And then Milo was like, yes, my name is Milo. Hello? Right. <laughs> okay. Like, you're so um, right, King. <laughs> like, that is my name, for sure. Okay. Um, they have a blood disorder. Mm-hmm. They never say what the blood disorder is. No. And then the way that they present Michael and Milo, which, first of all, there's a lot of M's happening here. Um, do you think they ever went to the M&M store in New York City and got M&M's with their names on? By the way, I couldn't stop thinking about that. Um, That's the in the credit sequence, Allie. Throughout the movie, before they take the, the vampire bat blood, right. is they present them like they have, uh, it was very similar kind of to like spina bifida. They... And I, the whole time I was like, first of all, why did we not get disabled actors? Like, I don't, I don't understand this. Um, but I don't understand what this blood disorder is. Why are they testing this on children? Like, I don't understand everything about this, like these disabilities here. Right. I have questions. <laughs> it's, Hello? it's a very, um, not, uh, great <laughs> look at disability in any regard and also just a lack of any sort of uh understanding of what disability can even look like or (laughs) feel like so that's not great i was having Uh, the hardest time (laughs) trying to be like homies i'm trying here to be in it with you right um but the way that you all are the way that this is written i don't especially because and this was pretty early on the movie but the two of them are using their their mobility aids. They're walking side by side in New York on the these busy ass streets. And you want to tell me that neither one of them are going to get harassed? Yeah. Oh, hello? Come on now. That's absolutely inaccurate. <laughs> right. That's not that's not how this works. <sighs> Anyways. It's very confusing. But I do think that the way that they played this, and I don't know if this was on Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. who did so much for this for absolutely no reason. He was carrying um, this movie. Or if, it, <laughs> or if it was on Jared Leto, but the way that they they played this, it was very romantic for no reason. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen. I I have a theory. <laughs> I think... I want to know your Because first of all, when I was watching this, I was like, I am begging on my hands and knees for Matt Smith to get a better agent because I've seen him in so many bad movies and I think he's very good and charming as an actor, um, but then I kept watching and I'm like, oh, he is like putting the work into this movie for no fucking reason. He's doing reason. so hard. He is smiling. He's, I think, having the most fun I've ever seen him <laughs> in his entire life in this motion picture. Yeah. And it made me think because I was like, man, I've seen him in some terrible movies, both of them very gay for various reasons. And I think he's just very, he's at its best when he's playing gay people in very terrible movies because he was in the Maplethorpe like biopic whatever that was terrible and like barely saw the light of day terrible but he was you know gay and great in it and then morby which is a fun uh departure but i think he just wants to play gay people in bad movies and honestly 
go off, King. You're having a great time. And I was very excited every time he came back on screen because I just wanted to watch him in Morbius and nobody scene, else and nothing else. <laughs> in the like giraffe horse room. When he just dances. After he had What is little dance? What the fuck? Hello. I love that. I, I want that on loop in my brain, baby. Are you kidding yeah. me? That's serotonin. It was, there was no reason why he was going this hard. I feel like the casting agent watched some of the early seasons of The Crown and was like, I need Matt Smith and then I need the original king. And for some reason got both of them in Morbius. Right. Because Daddy Surrogate Doctor is the OG king from The Crown and I didn't realize it until they put both him and Matt Smith in a scene. I was like, what the fuck? Why are the two of them in this? It's so confusing. Speaking of casting, by the way, I feel like if they had a bigger budget, which seems weird because this already feels like it had a really big budget, yeah. they would have gotten Gal Gadot as the assistant. Stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that was probably I feel the dream. Like that, I feel like they real the way that they cast her, I feel like they really wanted her. Yeah. I love that character, too, because it's like, name one thing about her. You can't. No. <laughs> she has a cat and she's a doctor. Yeah, a she has a job. That's it. That's all she can. No, I, I, I don't understand why we were made to think that Michael, sorry, Dr. Michael Morgan <laughs> cares at all about her. No. When he was, like, it, she was just an employee. Yeah. It makes no uh. sense. The, that part when he, like, roars uh, <laughs> in New York at the end and like tries to save her when it's like homie that's not how this works you know she's gonna change um it's very weird to me um i will say while so i i rented this movie at same 10 a.m i'm not gonna buy this i I, I watched this at 10 a.m yesterday morning uh (laughs) because i watched it before work and i didn't want to subject my partner to morbius um because i'm a good person um and i was looking at like the thing like the whole like page of like renting it or whatever um and if you bought this movie which i did not because i like myself um and i don't need to own morbius um there are 12 and i count 12 bonus features (laughs) what the fuck i have to go buy it now and the tight well lucky for you uh kelsey it is on sale for 8.99 so you can just buy this bad boy if you would like um and the titles really give you no inclination of what these features are like some of them are pretty basic in terms of like outtakes and bloopers great got it for sure lights camera action what okay um (laughs) defining the anti-hero doing the stunt work the good the bad the ugly nocturnal easter eggs from human to vampire visual effects lore universe and one that's just called stain which Mm. i don't Mm. know (laughs) what that is in reference to but that's that can be yours if you buy the digital copy of morbius (laughs) i physically cannot continue to support jared leto in any way but i like this movie is just it's so funny like why does he leave a purple trail behind him when he flies (laughs) Like it's <laughs> every time it's I watch so it. It's so beautiful. The physics of these vampires was one of the most infuriating parts while watching this. Because I don't I didn't it made me so mad. Mm-hmm. Um because if you are getting this 
if they are theoretically mixing yeah. the DNA of a vampire and a human, in what fucking world <laughs> would that allow you to be able to jump up an entire stairwell <laughs> and avoid a bullet? Mm. And you're like, you're turning into like, because there'd be parts when Dr. Michael Morbius, is he just Morbius when he's the bat? I <laughs> right. don't understand. Anyway. Um, yeah, so his superhero I mean, name is Morbius. Or no, Okay, but that so Morbius. is, why? why? <laughs> like, right. And part is when he's like, Morbius form, he's becoming like, cell, like he's just like, zzz, like he, I don't know how to explain it. He's like, zzz, and that's not how vampires were. Right. You don't just become no. cells in the air. Right. Um, and that's very confusing from a physics space because when vamp, like when bats are flying, <laughs> they have wings, first of all. Sure. So you're not going to have wings. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> but they're still, you can still see them in the air. They're not just like, like, zzz, yeah. whatever that is. <laughs> well, I think they're trying to apply science. They're like, oh, it's mm. it's a science thing. Don't worry about it. You wouldn't However, get it. I, I counted maybe like four sciencey words in the entire movie. One of which was like anti-coagulant, and, and you could tell Jared Leto was so excited to say that. Um, like <laughs> he really like it was got off on that. Delicious in his mouth. I know it. Um, yeah. But. I loved it. Another th- the second one was spicy Cheetos. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Why was he randomly funny? It made no sense. It was when so he was good. Mean to Cosmopolitan. That was actually probably my favorite line. Um, when he was like, "This." Cos- the third one was Casio. Yeah. <laughs> because they kept really wanting us to know about that fucking watch. Yep. And then the fourth one obviously was Venom. Yeah, those are all science. That is obviously related to the lore that they're trying to build here. Listen, if you didn't spend 20 years at the University of Phoenix, then maybe you would understand the science terms here, okay? Okay, It's it's another realm of thinking. (laughs) That I didn't spend my adolescence (laughs) and adulthood in an academy. Yeah, right. And I went to public school. Yeah, listen. (laughs) Like a plebe. Sorry, you'll never be Morbius. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you. I will say the the venom part really like fucked me up until I got to the end credits and then I was like oh they're doing the fucking multiverse thing and everyone's gonna start yeah coming over I hate it I just so. I don't think that Tom Holland and Jared Leto can be in the same place at once like I right. think I don't think they're gonna do Tom Holland that has yeah. to be in Tom Holland's writer right of like nothing <laughs> involving Jared Leto. Right. I can't be Here's within 50 saying. feet of this From man. From the, like, 12-minute ending, cre- ex- ending credit explainer video that I watched, <laughs> the guy, I think his name was, like, Brad or Bean or, like, Bean. John or something. Bean. <laughs> Bean. Yeah. Bean. Dr. Um, Bean Michael Morbius. That, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean said... Um, <laughs> uh, Mr. Bean said that it's either going to be Andrew Garfield... Um, because of how No Way Home ended. Damn, we're really, we should put out, like, a big no spoilers. Fucking, <laughs> um, or, uh, Miles. They're gonna do, like, a live-action Miles hmm. based on how No Way Home went. Yeah. Again, protect him at all costs. Oh, yeah, I don't want them near Jared Leto either. I don't want really... any of these boys. Yeah. But, like, because of how... Okay, so when I looked up Morbius before I watched this, I was like, damn, Michael Keaton's going to be in this and Matt Smith? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> and then it wasn't until the end credits that I was like, where the fuck is Michael Keaton? Right, where? <laughs> and then I saw this. Um, 
And from the, again, when Mr. Bean explained this in his 12-minute video, um, apparently uh, Morbius and Michael Keaton's vulture guy are joining up to be the, like, I think he called it the Sinister Six. Oh, wait, okay. Yeah. It just clicked for me because... With Madam Web. Yeah, because uh, Michael Keaton was in the Tom Holland movie, so if he's in a different universe, yeah. he won't have to be. Okay, woo! Yeah. Which, apparently, the director of the movie did had to explain from, like, a 50-tweet thread of <laughs> Q&A. <laughs> because they cut it out of the, the part with uh, Michael Keaton was supposed to be in the actual movie and they put it in the end credits. That's mm. what Mr. Bean said. So now I know what the Sinister Six is. And so now uh, fucking Adam Scott and Dakota Johnson's movie, Madam Web, actually is related to this movie. <gasps> Interesting. That's what Mr. Bean says. Anyway. Yeah. Wow. So now we have a Dakota Johnson in here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so now we're getting, we're getting strings across and yeah anyways this movie was weird um and what i learned out of it is that (laughs) um the fbi is really bad at their job even when it's tyrese gibson so don't trust the fbi yeah (laughs) in cap even when it's the guy from fast and furious movies yeah exactly (laughs) they all count (laughs) um and don't go on the international waters. Mm. Yeah. It's a good lesson. And if you're gonna, yeah, yeah sure. don't bring your origami with you either. If you're gonna do it right. <laughs> internationally. Yeah. Um, and if you ever see someone in a glass box and they're using blood to write blood <laughs> on there and they underscore the blood, just leave them in there. Yeah, it's probably just a bad. Just <laughs> they could probably figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, also, if you ever see two um, men who are like roaring at each other in a subway platform, just don't. Just <laughs> hey, let maybe them, don't. Yeah, don't intervene. Interfere. You know, yeah, <laughs> you know, let them figure it out. You know, yeah, no need to get involved. Yeah, <laughs> just don't. Yeah, it's probably for the best. I think one of the things I've always learned when watching Sony and Marvel movies about New York is I always just think about the public. I'm always just like. Damn, I always really feel for New York in here. Mm-hmm. Like, you, why would you live here at this point? <laughs> uh, because I'm committed I to just drama. Constantly fear. Um, <laughs> this is yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, the TikTokers in that world would probably have great content. Yeah, I mean, listen, when they every time they talk about the Daily Bugle, I'm like, okay, that would be my job for sure. I would fit right in. <laughs> Get me photos of Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> um the we did have one question uh and kelsey i do think that you will be the best uh to answer this since you are our our local morbius expert uh one of our patrons asked i haven't seen this movie so if you could just please clarify whether quote it's morbin time unquote is just a meme or if it's actually a movie that would be great I, I'm actually prepared to explain the meme around Morbius. Um, Great, thank you. Yes. So, <laughs> Morbius, right after Spider-Man came out, you know, no one really knew what this movie was, but they knew it was part of that universe. So everyone was like, I would say more intrigued than this movie deserved for yeah. people to be. Um, so first of all, the name Morbius is just, like, absolutely terrible. Like, when I was trying to explain why 
this meme is funny to people, I would say because his name is Morbius and they would say, what else is there to it? And I'm like, I can't. It's just, it's a funny name. So in April, when the movie comes out, people start, you know, talking about how it is going to do so great in the box office. It's going to be amazing. Um, just making fun of it. And, and after a while, people were, you know, calling for a sequel and they said, um, you know, the next one is going to be Morbius 2. It's Morbin time. That is not in the movie, <laughs> obviously, um, from what we've talked about. There is nothing cool in this movie at all, and that would have been cool. Um, <laughs> but that was just like a joke someone had made, and then it began, you know, everyone started talking about it. Eventually there was a Discord for Morbius that started as like hardcore comic book fans and they got to go to the premiere and meet Jared Leto and then a bunch of people started joining and there were all these you know channels where people are just saying the word morb and nothing else over and over again like a hundred times <laughs> per minute um and that's kind of the spirit around it online um so w once people started calling for it to you know sweep award season and stuff like that um it became a meme forever but Morbius obviously didn't do well in the box office um until and people kind of forgot about it for a few weeks and like top gun came out and everyone was talking about that and that did really well so it wasn't you know pandemic related it was just a bad movie so then when they start talking about morbius coming out on vod people start talking about it again to the mm -hmm. extent that sony is like oh we're gonna re-release it in the theater in more theaters um. for a weekend um, and that is when the only, like, canon, I guess, instance of It's Morbin Time comes when Jared Leto does a little jokey clip where it shows him, like, reading a script for Morbius 2, It's Morbin Time. And then at that point, the meme just died violently. Um, and it was yeah, no he really shot fun. in the foot, for sure. When Jared yeah. Leto is in on it in any way that makes it, like, appalling to think about. And, of course, the weekend it was in more theaters came and went, and it flopped again, which is beautiful. <laughs> um, and that's really the last information we've heard about Morbius, I think. So Wow. It's I mean, so delicious. Like, could so, you imagine? Like, there's no way the guy who created this character of Morbius in the 70s or whatever, could imagine <laughs> a future in which this becomes, because of the name specifically that was chosen for this man slash vampire and how silly it is and how easy it is to meme 50 years later, <laughs> that this becomes what it is. It's so delicious. Right. Like the would fact have, that he just chose- the connections it would have to Power Rangers. Because objectively downfall. Morbius is a silly name. <laughs> it's it very it's silly. Absolutely. It's goofy. It's, it's silly. It, I'm having a silly goofy time. It's very <laughs> silly. And there's no way this guy was like, got it. This is perfect. Hell yeah. There's no way this will <laughs> be no taken in yeah. any other direction half a century from when I first create this. <laughs> like, it's so delicious. I'm obsessed. Oh, God. Well, uh, please don't watch this. Yeah, I mean, go off. Do, like... Don't pay for it. <laughs> right. I mean, even as someone who loves um, it, I would say don't. <laughs> don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't. Uh, but, you know, there is definitely a distinct time for me of before I had 
watched Morbius to now. Yeah, <laughs> before Morbius it. and after Morbius. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm grateful for that time. Um, when you hear from us next week, we will be celebrating Bella's birthday in the only way that we know how, which is finally doing the director's commentary version of New Moon. We're back. We're doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm very excited for that. We have some amazing patrons to thank. Cody, would you like to start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Katie Black. Ooh. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Ooh. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Thank you to Carrie Goldberg. Ow. Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Ooh. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Ooh. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Clara Belikov. Ooh. Thank you to Katya Kark. Thank you to Hannah Dragomir. Thank you to Hope Castile. Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashford. Ooh. Thank you to Emerson Kirova. Ooh. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Ooh. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Ow. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Ooh. Thank you to Tess Avery. Ooh. Thank you to Danielle Burke. Ooh. Thank you to my mom, your mom, our mom, Kelly Beck. Mom! <laughs> Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh. Thank you to Laura Forty. Ooh. Thank you to Dan Zeklos. Ooh. Thank you to Maria Swan. Bow, bow, bow. Thank bow, you to bow, India bow. Peach. Ooh. Thank you to Emily Ozera. Ow. And last but certainly not least, thank you to Jaylene Imishkov. I am incredibly excited to know what fanfiction you brought to this space, Kelsey. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I, as a AO3 teen and adult, um, I was really excited <laughs> for this assignment. I actually, um, can I send it to you guys because it's a dialogue. Someone wants to help me read it. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I okay, so I'm let so me excited for Cody to help you with it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know what? Cody, you can be actually I don't know who is who, um, because it does not say. But here let me explain. So there's not a lot of Morbius <laughs> fanfiction in earnest. There's a lot of joke like Morbius and Walter White, Morbius and like d- horrible random pairings, and it's not like earnest. But I found this um, Michael Morbius Bruce Wayne fan fiction. Um, oh my that god, seems to be sure pretty um, pretty great. Um, it's called Unexpected by Delarita, and the notes say, "I know the Morbius movie didn't get good critics." I loved it anyway, especially Dr. Morbius with his dark secrets, his inner turmoil, and his relationship to bats. So Batman came to my mind and got my muse going for a bit. So this is an exchange between Batman and Morbius. I do not know who is who because it just has quotations. It does not specify. Um, 
Yeah. So I I will read the first one, and Cody, you can be the second person, and then I'll read sure. the like description in the middle. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do it. Ready? Bats. They're fascinating. They're majestic. They're like vampires. I was very scared of them as a child. So was I. They're my ally now. My lifesavers. Same for me. The two men finally look at each other. Piercing blue eyes mean dark chocolate brown ones. Their winged friends swirling excitedly around them where they're standing shoulder to shoulder in a huge cave. Do you think we could be allies too? Dr. Michael Morbius asks, holding out his hand. It's worth a try, <laughs> Bruce Wayne replies, <laughs> grasping the offered the well, sorry, the offered hand tightly in his, holding the unwavering stare of the other. The end. Wow. <laughs> I Do you think that that's Robert's Batman? I um, the tags don't say oh, played by Christian Bale, it says actually. Oh shit. Damn. Okay. Could have been a little more gruffly than in that in that regard. It, <laughs> but also had no says, idea who I was. <laughs> it says, until the end. <laughs> I just wanted to know if Nirvana was playing or not. Right. It's crucial. Yeah. Well, you should assume, yeah, I think for sure. Um it also says pre slash pre relationship, in case you're wondering what what's to come. Um, I love hopeful. that the the, the, <laughs> I love the thesis of that was really just like a yes and you know experiment you know what I mean like <laughs> it was just like bad to my right it's like yeah for sure bestie yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it I'm afraid of that um, but there's yeah. love that like, you brought an interactive piece yeah yeah how fun well I don't want to make fun of Morbius I want to well I do no actually <laughs> forget what I was gonna say I do <laughs> but I'm glad someone liked it yeah absolutely yeah that's so important um kelsey where can folks go to support your work on this plane and on other ethereal planes well fortunately for me um on every plane i'm the only person in the world named kelsey weekman so if you can type that into your favorite social media you'll find me there i prefer twitter that's where everything is so just search kelsey weekman hell yeah i love that that is amazing. It has been an absolute honor to have you. Yeah. You are welcome back at any time, whether you want to review movies or books Thank or you. anything. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, but it has been it has been a joy to have a true expert for once. <laughs> right. <show>. Finally. <laughs> a scholar. A reluctant uh, expert. I will you listen. <laughs> I didn't choose the Morbius life. Nice change of pace. Yes. Amazing. I love that so much. Oh, I am going to go and erase every trace of Morbius from my online history. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to throw need, my computer away. I need the <laughs> internet spaces to know that I don't actually, uh, I've never, I've never watched it or supported it or anything like that. But until next week, folks, as we say here in the Pacific Northwest. Get bit. And get whipped. Ooh. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.